Welcome to episode 11 of Give a Fuck, presented by Spark Consciousness. I am your host, Sarah Woodard. Among other things, I am a certified shamanic practitioner, Reiki master teacher, activist, educator, speaker, and award-winning children's author. I'm also a fierce defender of the underdog, which for me means wildlife, companion and work-slash-farmed animals, Mother Nature, and Gaia herself. I care deeply about my fellow human animals and believe that when we learn to live in harmony with nature, we also learn to live in harmony with ourselves and each other. I am fearless about doing my own inner work and growth and am passionate about helping create a world where all beings are respected and honored. I have a deep connection to Gaia and feel particularly connected in the presence of the beautiful Colorado Front Range. When I'm not busy working to present information about living in harmony with Mother Nature, I share my time with three wonderful cats, enjoy bird watching, and experiencing all the outdoors has to offer. My life journey to this point has been filled with twists, turns, and changes, as has everyone's. For me, the constants from birth to now are a strong connection to Gaia, a deep-seated need to serve and help create a more compassionate and healthy world, and a love of both learning and sharing my knowledge. Those lifelong constants are what brought me to this point. All of the knowledge I've acquired in the process of learning to live my life in harmony, as well as new information I come across, are the inspiration for and knowledge bombs presented in this podcast. Through Connection to Nature, I help young millennial women and others feeling lost expand their knowledge, feel connected to the world around them, and live with greater compassion. The purpose of this podcast is to present new information and or old information in a new way to help you see connections and live in harmony. The name kind of says it all here, folks. Sometimes I also share other resources as I love to help you continue learning. Quick reminder that give a fuck is spelled F asterisk K. And I'd like to send a huge thank you to my existing patrons on Patreon. A quick life update. I am in the process of buying a home in Colorado because I love it here that much. I'm searching for a bit of a unicorn in the current market and versus what I can afford, but I know that it's out there and I've been really lucky to find magical realtors and magical uh, mortgage bank peoples who I know we're going to working together. It's the right team. We're going to use all of our collective magic and we are going to find this unicorn house and it's going to be great. I was also going to sign up for tennis, but then I realized between looking for the house and starting this business and all of that stuff that that entails, and I still have my sign language class, at least for the moment, I'm just too overwhelmed. And as much as I want to take tennis and I want to actually improve my game, because right now I basically slap at the thing and we whatever happens, happens, it's just not the right time. So I have postponed that. I've been doing the, the 52 hikes. I've been really grateful that my friend Eleanor has joined me for several of them. It's always fun to hike or walk or whatever with someone. And she brings her adorable dog too. So that's really fun. So at this point, we would normally do answers to your questions, which are submitted via Patreon. We don't have any questions for this week. So just really quickly, I want to let you know the way that the Patreon works is that when you opt in and stick around, you get some fun bennies. Everything from submitting a question, which I would answer right here in this section, 
or discount codes for other offerings and even merch. You can see them all on my Patreon page, which is in the show notes. And 10% of every dollar that you pledge on Patreon goes to charitable causes that help make the world a more compassionate place. And that's true for every dollar that you spend with my business. The rest of it, at least on Patreon, the rest of it goes for hosting, software and equipment if I need it, and also toys and other fun things to help keep the kitty babies happy while I ignore them to create each and every episode. So we're now going to move on to the Satan of the show. And I have something super cool, at least I think it's super cool, to share with you today. I want to talk about how you can actually use flowers to help you find your purpose. This is just one way of connecting with nature to help you find your purpose, but I think it's really fun. You might know that some flowers have meanings, like roses, they're actually related to apples, and they both signify love. But they also have other more spiritual journey type of meanings. So I'm going to just run through a few that I think are the most beneficial as far as finding your purpose. And then we're also going to talk about how you can actually work with them to do that. So to start off daisies, daisies are my favorites. To me, it's like they're smiling. And I just love that. And because of that, perhaps it's no surprise that they're useful for opening up creativity. And if you're interested in it, they can also be useful in connecting with the fairy realm. Sunflowers. Oh, gosh, so pretty. And they actually move throughout the day to follow the sun. There's a scientific name for it that I'm forgetting at this point. But if someone knows, feel free to message me on Instagram and let me know what it is. But they move to follow the sun throughout the day, hence the name probably. They're actually thought by some native cultures to hold the power of the sun within them, and they can help you tap into your own inner powers of manifestation and self-actualization. Working with sunflowers can be really beneficial when you're trying to create a fulfilling, purpose-driven life. Tulips. So they're usually one of the first flowers up in spring, and that makes us love them anyways. And at one point, tulip bulbs were actually more valuable than gold in the Netherlands, because they were just so popular. And it may be that on some level that not everyone recognizes, these these bright flowers that are standing up straight and tall on a single stalk are actually a reminder to trust our own efforts. And depending on the color, each tulip also has other specific meanings and energetic connection. Corpse flower. It's got a creepy name. I know. But it actually, despite that, has some really cool attributes. First of all, it's the biggest flower in the world. It's actually heavy. You don't think of flowers as being heavy, but it's heavy. And much like the death card in tarot, corpse flowers are about change. So if part of finding your purpose is making radical changes in your life, corpse flower could be really helpful for you. Venus flytraps. Oh my gosh. A carnivorous plant. Weirdest thing in the world, right? But kind of cool that such a thing even exists. It also can really help you to grow. So although it's carnivorous, it can't hunt. It has to just sit where it's planted and wait for a fly to come close enough for it to snap around it. 
that translates to a lesson for us and it's something it can help us to do. It can help us to remember to be patient and keep your options open. Because sometimes we have to wait for the right opportunity, the right people, whatever it is. So working with Venus flytrap, it can help you with that. Daffodils. Another early spring flower like tulips, daffodils are also known as Narcissus and has ties to both Greek and Egyptian mythology. And from the physical healing standpoint, the bulb produces a substance which they use to help fight Alzheimer's. The scent of daffodil helps us remember to be true to ourselves and allow our best selves to shine through. And the way that we can do that is when we surrender to the higher plan and focus on our working on our own inner beauty instead of worrying about all of the externals. And that inner work is so vital to finding your purpose. So it's a really great one to work with if you're just starting this process. Frangia pani, which is also known as plumeria, most commonly people are familiar with it in terms of making perfumes, but it can also learn to help you to speak your truth and feel confident in who you are. It strengthens your sense of self and you appear more confident to others as your self-confidence grows. It also has five petals and that's significant as well because five in numerology is the number for change. So if you're, again, if you're trying to make some change, this could be a good one for you. Morning Glory. It's a super fast growing fine. Here's the interesting thing. It always has flowers on it, but those flowers are new each and every day. The flowers live for one day and then the next day a new flower blooms so that it's in bloom through all of the summer months. And it's only open from dawn to dusk. Because of that cycle, working with Morning Glory can help you to break some old habits that might be standing in your way. Periwinkle. Periwinkle was once known as the Sorcerer's Violet. It's a trailing vine, and it was often planted on the graves of children to protect them from evil spirits. But in addition to being protective, Periwinkle also assists with creating a new rhythm in your life. So it's another good one for change. Cowslip, which is also known as Shooting Star, it's a prairie flower. And it's really cute. It's a cluster of star-shaped flowers on a single stalk. And they help us stay grounded while opening to new possibilities. They're a reminder to be pragmatic while shooting for the stars in pursuit of your dreams. You need to have that balance. And they're really good at helping you achieve that. And then the last one I'll talk about for today is Sweet William. Sweet William is really great because this whole process of finding your life purpose and then changing your life to suit it is really scary sometimes. And with the help of Sweet William, you'll be able to face those fears. It's a biennial plant, and that means it blooms only every other year, in the se- and it blooms in that second year. So it's a reminder to keep going because our efforts may not produce success until the second year, and that's okay. So I've given you a few to think about and to try to pick from. Try to think of maybe one or two of those that seem like they'd be good for where you're at in your journey with finding your purpose right now. And now I'm going to tell you what to do once you've picked those two. There are several ways that you can try to connect with them and work with their energy in your life. The first one is you can try to draw them. I wouldn't do that personally. I'm not artistic, but if you are an artistic soul, drawing them could be an amazing way to do it. You could also print 
pictures and post them where you can see them regularly. Or if you drew them, you could hang those up where you can see them regularly. That might be in your car, in your locker, at your desk, on your bathroom mirror. It's going to be different depending on you and your life and how you live. But pick some where you can see them regularly. You could find them in nature and sit beside them if possible. They may not grow where you are. That's okay. But if you have the opportunity to do that, that would be great. You can write about them in really great detail. Capture everything you can about their appearance, their scent, how you feel when you're around them, everything you can, and just write it all down. It doesn't even have to be organized. You could also try talking to them. I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but first of all, we know I'm a little crazy. But also, if we talk to our dogs and our cats, why wouldn't we talk to plants? And then you could also try growing them in a pot. Now, some won't do that. That's okay. But you can certainly try. If you liked these fun facts about flowers and this exercise of connecting with them to help you discover your purpose, I have a great thing for you. Go to my website. I'm going to put the link to this in the show notes and check out the journaling challenge. It's very much in the same vein of stuff. And if you thought this was fun to do or sounds like something you want to do because it sounds fun, you're going to, you're going to love this journaling challenge. It's completely free and you're going to love it. So we're going to move on now to the wrap up and the housekeeping. As always, you can find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, all the things. It's in the show notes. Website's there too. Check it out. Course signups are closed for the moment. They will reopen again in June, but definitely grab the spot on the waiting list if you want to be sure you don't miss out next time. If you would like to support the show, I would appreciate you signing up on Patreon. There's also the option to sponsor an episode. If neither of those appeals to you, but you still want to support the great stuff that's going on here, Take a second and just rate it on your podcast app, assuming it allows you to do so. It's free to do and the, one of the best ways you can support any creators that you love. For the next show, I am going to be talking about different steps you can take to find and live your purpose. And that will be in two weeks. I hope you will tune in. In the meantime, continue to expand your knowledge feel the connections, and live with compassion. Mm-hmm.